Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Brooker Belcourt. He is the CEO and founder of Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing uh, asset managers. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Brooker. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Just give us a brief background of uh, how you got to where you are today, where you worked before you founded uh, Covey. Sure. So my background is I'm originally Canadian. I moved down to the States in 2008 uh, to to work in investment banking. So I did four years at Goldman Sachs and then did uh, seven years at um, at different hedge funds. And so I've been working at Co2, at Citadel, and uh, and and now I'm running Covey, and I can tell you about why why I started that. So, what did you learn coming out of dealing with hedge funds that was needed in the marketplace that wasn't already being provided? You know, when I was at hedge funds, I recruited a lot of people to come and join me. I also did tons of interviews, and I always thought it was really odd that we would search for candidates. Uh, based on what school they went to or what bank they worked at. You know, we would look for Ivy League uh, kids, and then we would also look for people who had worked at Morgan Stanley and, and Goldman Sachs. And I didn't know if that was like the attribute that defined a great investment analyst. And I always thought that was really odd. Like, we have so much data in this world. Why don't we just scour the world and find the best track records out there and bring those people in? Okay, and why is that? Why are they, are they just impressed by credentials and not by track record? I think that there really is just no infrastructure to be able to do that. Uh, when you think about sports, right? If, if you wanted to find the next great baseball player or basketball player, there's a huge infrastructure of scouts. There's like ESPN ranking tables. Uh, you can really know like down to like a very young player um, how, how great they are. And within investing, that doesn't really exist. Uh, and there's just been no infrastructure built out. So I don't think that these hedge funds who are looking for talent um, are you know, fixating themselves that Ivy Leagues have the best talent. I just think that they don't have the resources and there's no infrastructure for them to go out and scour the world and find the best based on track record. You'd think this would be quite easy. I mean, this is the ultimate in data and you've got people's track records and what kind of performance they've had, you think it would be quite easy for to track people's performance. Yeah, it's one of those things where when you say it, like, why don't we just find the best and invest in them? <laughs> that sounds so straightforward. But actually, like, go out and try to do it. It's, it's, it's quite difficult, right? Because let's go to Twitter. And there's tons of people talking about investing there, tons of people sharing screenshots. And if you're an amazing analyst and you're on Twitter and you're shouting about how great your portfolio is doing, the chances of you being found are like almost nothing. And let's say you'd start sharing some screenshots of your Robinhood account that's doing phenomenal and people start to find you, the chance of them actually trusting you is like is almost zero. And so even if you are great, you're just not going to be found. And so you need some sort of trusted infrastructure that allows everyone to compete on the same level and allows anyone to believe that what they are saying actually did happen. 
So are you tracking analysts or are you tracking actual money managers who are actually moving money around in and out of various stocks? Yeah, so we talked about the problem. You can't really find the best investment analysts. And so that's what Covey seeks to do. It seeks to find and reward the best investment analysts so that anyone can copy them and we can all generate more wealth. So how do we do that? We allow anyone to come to our site, covey.io, and create a virtual portfolio of stocks, ETFs, and even cryptocurrencies. So you enter in, it's totally risk-free. You're entering in a position like Facebook 10% or Bitcoin 10%. And then from that point forward, we start tracking you. And so we know that what you are saying is actually true. And we have everyone competing on the same grounds. And what we do is we provide like 50 metrics tracked every five minutes. We provide you like crazy hedge fund level data if you want to go that deep. And we give you a shareable portfolio. And so you have this link that you can share with anyone. And then the icing on the cake is we reward the best investment analysts as ranked on our leaderboard at the end of every month. So it, the, the tracking is done on a monthly basis as far as or it's going. I mean, obviously, people's performance is going up and down as the market's going up and down all the time. So what? what yeah, we track it. Measure people in. Yeah, so we track everyone's performance in real time. So you can go to Covey right now and you can see people's performance. We update it about every five minutes. You'll see new metrics and there's like 50 of them. So it's pretty data rich if you want to go down that rabbit hole. It sounds like the ultimate in short-term investing, and everybody says that long-term investing is the way you you, you know you should do well and not day trading or doing in and out trading. That that's the, the the realm of high-frequency traders, which the average investor would have no ability to beat something moving that fast. Yeah, there's definitely we reward people on a monthly basis, and so. You could say that Covey is too short-term thinking and you should reward people on a decade basis or maybe a year-long basis. Um, but I think when you actually like drill it down, you can look at the great in investors like Warren Buffett. If you compared him on a monthly basis versus an annual basis versus a 30-year basis, he would still rank as the top um, analyst, the top investor. And so like, no matter what time frame you use, you're still going to find the best and they're going to surface to the top. And occasionally, if you're rewarding on a monthly basis, maybe you have some more random uh, winners at the top of your leaderboard. But over the long term, it will all level out. So what are you actually tracking? Individual stocks, ETFs, cryptocurrencies, um, mutual funds, bonds? What, what, other, what are all the assets that you're, you're ranking? Basically, any liquid U.S. equity or ETF or even ADRs, so like the international stuff, and then as well about the top 100 cryptocurrencies. Okay. And when did you actually launch this? So we launched it uh, to the public in um, like 20, late 2021, and we've been testing it probably testing the idea since like late 2020. And so how, how many analysts do you have on uh, who are kind of self-reporting at this point? So the cool part is uh, what we do is we, we start the competition fresh at the beginning of every single month. And so uh, the regular active analysts that we have that are that are contributing ideas at least every single month right now is about 300. Okay, and they all have different styles. I mean, is it just 
stacking or is it like I'm a value investor, I'm a momentum investor, I'm a growth investor? Do they have different styles? They do. They have styles that are all over the map. There's a lot of people who are into growth stocks, a lot of people into value stocks. We have quants on our platform too. We have some cool APIs that um, you can you can interact with our platform through code. Um, we have we have people who are technical analysts. We have day traders. Uh, we have everyone on there. But you're saying at the end of each month, the previous month gets wiped out and you start fresh. So you're basically doing it on a monthly basis. That's your your measurement. Yes, we. That's the cool thing is it's like every single month the competition starts again. So if you didn't do so well in September, just wait till October first, and you have the chance to earn rewards. And everyone starts on the same level. So I mean, some you know September was a terrible month. Uh, so far, October has been a pretty good month. So I mean, some people are going to do better in down markets and some better in up markets. So just because it was an up market one month and a down market the other month shouldn't mean that people's performance is better or not. You know, it's interesting. There, What we find is that the great analysts on Covey tend to stay great. And so the ones that do well in an up market also happen to be the ones that do well in a down market. And just to like throw a little bit of data on there, there there's this phenomenon that we observe that it's like really, really sticky in the top 10%. And so the top 10% actually like doesn't turn over as much as you think it would. So about half of the top 10% just stay there consistently every single month. So if you start looking at Covey, let's say you, you logged into Covey now and you looked at our leaderboard and you looked at the top 10% of analysts, those names will probably be there again next month and the month after that. It's, it's incredibly sticky at the top. And, and we see that on Covey. And it's actually uh, a phenomenon that we obviously observe in the markets, right? You, you think about Warren Buffett. He's been an amazing investor for the last 30 years. And look at him now in 2022. He's still an amazing investor. And so there is this stickiness in the top 10%. And, and in academic research, they call this phenomenon performance persistence. And, uh, and it's, again, that the great analysts or great investors do tend to stay great. So that's a tremendous value to people. So if they go to Covey.io and, and see who the leaders are on the leaderboard, then you can see their current portfolios and you can mimic them. That's, that's the service you're providing. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's part of it. I think there's there's two parts, right? There's There's that. You get to see all these amazing analysts constantly competing, and then you get to go and see who the best analyst on Covey is and what they're invested in and how their portfolio looks. And so that's amazing. And then the other part is if you're really passionate about investing and you want to start competing and rise to the top and maybe credentialize yourself, Covey is a great tool for that. And you can earn some rewards if you do well. And you know what, if you don't do well, it, you'll learn a lot about people who are doing well and you can start copying their portfolio. So it's a way for the person who's not, who's not as you call it, credentialed, who didn't go to an Ivy League school or work at Goldman Sachs to show their worth in front of a, a big audience. Is that right? Exactly. And we have a lot of students on our platform that use their Covey portfolio to get jobs at hedge funds. And so it's it's really an amazing way to credentialize yourself. It's And it's also a great way if you're new to the markets to jump in risk-free and start learning about what it's like to invest. We allow people to go long. We allow people to go short. We allow them to use leverage. 
And so it's really fun to start doing all these things on Covey where it's risk-free and it's free to join. We're not asking for your money um, and test all these strategies out that you have. Very good. We're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Brooker Belcourt. He is the founder and CEO of Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing asset managers uh, for many investors to uh, copy. You can find out more at his website, covey.io. We'll be back after this. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Brooker Belcourt. He is the founder and CEO at Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing investment analysts and managers. You can find out more at his website, covey.io. Welcome back to the show, Brooker. Thanks. So there's about 300 in- investment analysts on there. How many people are signed up for the website to watch all those people? What's the crowd watching them? Uh, it's over 1,000 people watching them. Uh-huh. Okay. And so what is your business model? You're not charging the analysts. You're not charging the customer. What is your business model for this? Yeah, it's a great question. So think of us um, as almost like a two-sided marketplace. And so we have this amazing supply of analysts out there competing to be the best and rising to the top. And the product that we're going to launch in 2023 is to build out the demand side. And so it's great. You can go on to covey.io and see these ideas and you can recreate them in your Fidelity account or your E-Trade account. But it actually requires like quite a bit of hard work and you constantly have to be checking the site and you got to be pretty familiar with all these different tickers and it's a bit annoying. And so what we want to do is we want to give 
the average investor access to the ideas of the best analysts on Covey. So only the best. And we're going to create an investment product, kind of like a mutual fund for them. And you'll be able to deposit $1,000, $10,000 and get access to this amazing idea stream of the top analysts on Covey. So it'll be an open-ended mutual fund or an ETF or how will it be done? It will be super simple. It will be an app that you can download and then you deposit money and it, it stays in your own account. So you create like your own account and from there, it just copies the portfolios of the best investment analysts on Covey. And the investment analysts who are giving you all the ideas do not have access to your money. So it's siloed, it's all yours, and you can put more in, take it all out at any time you want. So you can, uh, you're going to charge for the app? Is that your business model? And then our business model will charge a 1% fee on the assets invested. Uh-huh. So you could make that back quite easily with good performance, it seems to me. Oh, yeah. I think when you look at our top 10% of analysts in, let's say, September, and then you see how they do in October, they do tend to beat the market. And so let's say you took the strategy of investing in the top 10% in month N, uh, or looking at the top 10% of month N and investing in them in month N plus one, and repeated that for all of 2022, you would be positive in this market, whereas uh, the S&P is down 20 or so percent. Uh, so you have like significant outperform, uh, outperformance uh, versus the indexes. And you kind of would expect that. Like imagine if you were going out there and you were looking at all the mutual funds that existed and you only ever put money in the top mutual funds of the last year and you only did that and you sorted them all, um, like you would tend to outperform. And so it's, again, that phenomenon of performance persistence, the great tend to stay great uh, that we're, we're, we're using to guide um, the demand side into Covey. One difference between this and mutual funds is that mutual funds have to deal with fund flows. And when they have great performance, they tend to have a ton amount of uh, money coming into them, which makes it harder for them to repeat the performance. And then when they go down, they have a ton of money going out, so they have to sell things They'd rather not. That sounds like something you don't have to really uh, deal with, that kind of fun flow problem. Not yet. I think that's, uh, that we would love to have some sort of a fun, for, fun flow problem, uh, but we're, we're, we're really new. We're just launching this product in 2023. Now, you launched this with a white paper, correct? Tell us a little bit about the white paper that launched this whole thing. Yeah, so there, there's a side of Covey uh, that leverages... That, that leverages cryptocurrencies. We're going to get a little bit complicated here. When the average user jumps into Covey to share their investing ideas and compete with others, you really don't need to know much about cryptocurrency. Um, but it, it, does, it does offer some amazing solutions. And so if you want to get deep into Covey, there's a couple um, problems that cryptocurrency solve for us. So our goal is to find and reward the best investment analysts. And we want them to be from anywhere in the world. And so we had this issue where we had people coming in from Portugal, from France, from Australia, and we wanted to reward them at the end of the month. And we talked to different vendors like Plaid and said, how do we pay these people out in Portugal and France and the United States all at the same time on the same day at the end of the month? 
and they didn't have a solution, right? It's just, it's really, really difficult because of all the different banks that everyone's working with and our money would just be soaked up by fees. And so we turned to cryptocurrency and we asked people to just give us an Ethereum address. And a lot of these analysts on our platform are pretty savvy, um, at least capable enough to, to create an Ethereum address. And so at the end of every month, we give out rewards uh, to people's Ethereum address. And so it can happen in about 10 seconds. And so it's instant gratification and instant rewards for being one of the best analysts on Covey. So that was one problem is solved. I'll pause there if you want to chat a bit more about that. You also have what you call an alpha algo. What is that and how has that helped Covey? Yeah, so then there's, um, there's another thing um, that we have. There's a lot of things that the blockchain solves. So it's, it's one, we can pay anyone anywhere. Um, and what we do is actually we pay people in our own token. And so we've created a token uh, called the Covey token. You can earn that now if you join Covey. And that gives you governance in our platform. And it uh, is almost like a, a credentials. It's almost like points in a video game. It's, it allows you to credentialize yourself. So the best analyst on Covey is the one who has the most tokens. So really easy way to credentialize yourself. And what the alpha algorithm is, is a really important part of Covey. And it is the formula that determines who gets the rewards. So who is the best investment analyst? And what we quickly realized when we launched this is to say that the best investment analyst is the person who has the most percentage gains in a given month is probably not correct because uh, it encourages that short-term behavior that you spoke about earlier. And so we came together with our community and we came up with this thing called the alpha algorithm. And if you hold Covey tokens, you can govern the alpha algorithm. And so what the alpha algorithm is, is it's our way of selecting who is the best investment analyst on Covey. And so it takes into account six metrics, one of them being total return. Um, it also takes into account volatility. It takes into account your position hit rate, your position slugging, a lot of metrics that really allow someone to be rewarded on a monthly basis, but think about them more as like a long-term great investment analyst. Quite amazing indeed. So is cryptocurrency a big part of the portfolios that um, your analysts are recommending these days? It is definitely over-index cryptocurrencies. So let's say crypto is a trillion uh, market cap today in, and the equities markets are probably closer to like 100 trillion. And so it's the crypto is, let's say, 1% of the average investor's portfolio. On Covey, it's more like 15 to 20%. So we significantly over-index to cryptocurrencies. And do you recommend that for investors? Uh, I mean, it's been very volatile. Bitcoin got up to 65,000. Now it's about 19,000. So it's been very, very volatile. Is that something you would recommend that people put money in and other, other, other coins as well? I wouldn't dare recommend um, investment advice. I, I am a an analyst on Covey as well. I compete in the monthly tournaments and I thought I was going to be great and consistently in the top 10%, uh, but that is not the case. Uh, even though my background's at some of the largest hedge funds in the world, I'm not in the top 10% on Covey. And so you can go to our website and see what the top 10% are doing. Uh, we can talk about that now. I think the top 10% are like neutral to short cryptocurrencies. So they're a little bit negative. They're very much like long the dollar, long volatility. Um, and long some um, some commodities. So 
that's what they're doing. I personally am longer on cryptocurrencies than the best analysts, but I wouldn't trust me because I'm, I'm not in the top here. So you've been disappointed that you weren't able to keep up with the other top people. You thought you would be able to match them or beat them. I thought so, yes. I thought, given my background, I would I would be able to consistently be up there in the top 10%. But it's incredible the talent pool that exists out there in the world right now. And I think there's been a huge amount of resources that have have hit like the retail analysts and have hit the FinTwit analysts um, with, you know, there's just so many ways to get financial data now. Whereas 10 years ago, it really was, you had to have Bloomberg to be able to compete. And I think that uh, at the hedge fund level, there is just so much spending on data and so many people have the same data so that they're kind of like neutralize themselves at this point. And, and that data is not really worth anything. And so now you have these retail analysts who are doing amazing uh, with a laptop and an internet connection and getting access to all this amazing data and, and they're killing it. And they're from all these diverse backgrounds that give them a diverse set of thought. And so it's really impressive. And I think that's a big goal of Covey is unearthing this talent that's out there in the world. Do you, as a uh, somebody watching Covey, get to know a little bit about the analysts um, making these picks? I mean, this is a person that works at a hedge fund. This person is independent. This person works at a mutual fund. Do you have some sense of the background of the people who are on there? Oh, yeah. We chat. We have a, a Discord. And uh, so we have a, a chat room that we all get together. And the the top analysts are are quite vocal, and so I definitely know who they are, and I chat with them and try to get a little bit more. I try, I put a lot of their ideas in my portfolio, so I chat with them and try to learn a little bit more about why they're long um, the dollar or why they're long volatility, and and so yeah, I know who they are. It's it's a it's totally different cast of characters. These are people who are working at hedge funds and other institutional investors now. No, there's, I I would say looking at like the top 1% of analysts on Covey, there's a PhD student from Australia, there's someone who works in finance, there is like a father-son duo who scrapes filings, um, scrapes hedge fund filings and, and creates a portfolio off of that. Um, but these are not people like a, at institutional investors for now. It's no, it's less so institutional investors. This is really, Covey attracts people who want to credentialize themselves and, and, and rise to the top that oh. may not have a background uh, and may not have a way in to the institutions. I see. Very interesting. Very good. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Brooke Belcourt. He is the founder and CEO of Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing investment managers. You can find out more at his website, covey.io. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? 
Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Brooker Belcourt. He is the founder and CEO of Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing investment managers in the world. You can find out more at his website, Covey, spelled C-O-V-E-Y, dot I-O. Welcome back to the show, Brooker. Great. So just tell us a little bit more about the coin that you created, the cryptocurrency, and what kind of value that has and how you earn it. Yes. So we created a token. And if you go to Covey.io and you create a virtual portfolio and you rise to the top of the leaderboard, you will earn this token. You even earn a token just for signing up. Um, but that's our way to incentivize the community to do well on Covey. And the problem that it really solves is a lot of our analysts are incredibly smart and they know that the data they input into our community, which are those investment ideas, are really valuable. And so the token is our way of giving them some sort of IOU or some sort of um, token for the data that they're contributing to our platform. So if you think about the comparison, if you're on Facebook or uh, YouTube, when you contribute that data, you receive very little in uh, very little in compensation for that data. It pretty much is owned by the platform. And we didn't really believe in that. And we believe that you're contributing all this incredibly valuable data and you should receive something for it. And so you get this token. And what does the token do? Well, right now, it allows you to credentialize yourself. So kind of like that points in video games, it allows you to credentialize yourself where the best analysts will have the most tokens. And what it also does is it allowed you have, allows you to have governance over the Covey community. So basically to control how future tokens will be rewarded. And those are the two things right now. And what we're doing is we're adding even more to this token. So we just launched it September 30th. It's very, very new. Um, and the recording right now, it's late October. So in um, January of 2023, 
we're going to uh, allow staking of the token, which is this awesome thing that um, will reduce spam on our platform and allow people to see like almost a confidence metric. And so what staking is, is it's saying, hey, look at me, I'm going to stake Covey tokens and it allows you to boost the amount of rewards you get. So if you do well and you stake, you get to boost the total tokens earned. And that's awesome because let's say if you came to Covey, it's free to join, you can create a thousand accounts and whichever account does well, you get rewarded, which would suck for everyone else who's creating one account. And so when you stake Covey tokens, uh, it allows you to uh, reduce the spam. And so we're really excited to announce that. It also gives you a confidence metric, whereas the more confident people are, the more they'll stake. And then the other side of it is if you go bankrupt on Covey, so let's say you use too much leverage or you do too much shorting of the stocks, betting against them, you lose uh, your stake. So it puts a little bit of skin in the game, which is awesome. And then the final thing why this token is really compelling is when we launch the copy trading app in 2023, which will allow anyone to deposit real money and follow the best analysts on Covey, if you hold the token, you will be able to get a discount on the fees we charge for that product. So we're going to charge 1%, but if you hold the token, you'll be able to get a discount on that. So kind of making a little bit of a full circle back. So uh, in general, people are saying it's really impossible to beat the market. So literally trillions of dollars have moved out of actively managed mutual funds and ETFs into passive index-oriented funds. I think there may be more money in passive than active at this point, or pretty close to it. What is the argument that you would make for active management and all these trillions of dollars going into passive management have it wrong? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're spot on. Three trillion has left active management. So active management is one like an individual is managing your money. Three trillion has left that industry in the last decade. And you're totally right. It's going to ETFs. And so a lot of people are, are raising the flag and they're saying active management is dead. And I would actually disagree. I think active management is more broken than dead. And that's why there's so many outflows. And I think the biggest reason that it's broken is a lot of the largest active managers uh, are housed in places like JP Morgan, which don't necessarily garner that much trust with a lot of retail investors these days. So I think people just don't trust um, these big banks to manage their money. And so that's forcing them to do ETFs or a little bit bad, it's forcing them to download apps like Robinhood and go out there and try to beat the market themselves. And, and that just sucks because if you actually look at the filings of Robinhood, uh, users are losing significant amounts of money uh, relative to just investing in the market by being on Robinhood. And so it, it's really hard actually to go in there and have a job and then also try to beat the market. And so I think active management just needs a better product. And you see a little bit of it um, coming along where there's apps like Titan or apps or products like Kathy Wood, which had a, a little bit of a rise. And these comes from places that are different from, from traditional Wall Street firms. And I think there is an interest in getting access to like really good ideas um, at the same time as not having to have like a million dollars to be able to invest in a hedge fund, which has these huge minimums. And so hedge funds kind of lock out the majority of people. So 
there's a lot of problems with the industry. And I think that's why it's driving the decline in, in AUM, in asset center management. And I hope that Covey can offer a solution to this. I'd be interested in your view of the whole meme stock uh, craze, where companies that were doing terribly, you know, almost on the verge of bankruptcy, whether it was GameStop or Bed Bath & Beyond or Hertz and AMC, were all of a sudden soaring because there was a huge short position against them. And uh, stocks which were almost worthless just soared and, you know, to, to apply pain to the hedge funds that were short. And then they came back down. I'd just be interested in your whole view of this whole meme stock phenomenon. I think it's it's what's happening is we're starting to see this concept of retail analysts being able to compete with hedge fund analysts. And hedge fund analysts being so soaked up in spending millions of dollars in data and like credit card usage data, app usage data. And they all have access to the same data, and they're not being not generating any alpha from this data. So they've kind of reduced themselves to just being another person with a computer and an internet connection. And so now you have these retail analysts who have access to essentially the same data, and they can sift through this same data and actually be competitive with a hedge fund analyst and even outsmart them at times. And so I think that you'll see it. I think you'll see more of this where the retail analyst is going to start to outsmart the hedge fund analysts because the the data playing field is starting to level out a little bit more. And I think Covey will capture that trend as well by highlighting some of these amazing analysts who are producing such better returns than the average mutual fund or the average hedge fund. Having worked at hedge funds, just give us a kind of an insight of what it's like to be inside a hedge fund. I assume they're all very, very smart people making millions and millions of dollars, yet their performance has not been all that great. They haven't beaten the average. In many cases, they've been below the averages. Tell us kind of about the inside of what it's like to be in that that industry. Sure. So I worked at as an analyst at uh, three different hedge funds uh, over the last seven years, and they all have different flavors. The most recent hedge fund I worked at was Citadel, and Citadel was actually like the closest thing I've seen to a transparent meritocracy. And so they track every single analyst there. Every analyst has a portfolio. They track you and they rank you. And what happens at the end of the year is they usually cut like the bottom, you know, five or ten percent. And so it it. it can get a really bad name for that. That's that's very hard to run an institution and constantly cut people based purely on merit of that last year. And so uh, it was a tough place to work, but at the same time, it's like if you are putting up good ideas, you can do really well. And so that one was, was, uh, was very rough, uh, but it was awesome to be a part of because they have some amazing software and some amazing tools that allow you to be a great investor. And then other ones, the, the more traditional hedge funds will be this one person who is in charge and making all the decisions on ideas. And usually they have this long book, which consists of 10 names, and they know those names really well. And the, the portfolio manager, this is like a co-to style structure, the portfolio manager will pretty much decide those 10 names and they really don't turn over much. And your role as an analyst is to actually try to find stocks 
that you can bet against. And those are really hard to find. That's like a, a very difficult thing. You know, once you find a great long, you can stick with that, right? If you really believe in Amazon in 2016 and 2018, you're probably not going to change your mind. Uh, and hopefully you don't for a long period of time. But when you're trying to bet against stocks, you have to constantly recycle that book. And so the job there is really to find stocks that that you can bet against. So it's a long, short portfolio. Most of it's long, but some shorts. In general, do the shorts tend to work out? And we've had a bear market this year. So you think it would have been a very good year for shorts this year? The, sh the shorts, uh, they... In my experience, it was really hard for them to work out because what happens, you have this herd-like behavior where everyone piles into the same shorts, GameStop, AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond. And what happens when the market actually goes down is those shorts actually go up. So they do the exact opposite of what you're hoping for them to do. Um, so it's, it's, it's really hard to see hedge funds consistently make money on the short side. It is incredibly difficult to do. Uh, in Covey, we see it as well. It's when people bet against stocks, it is very rare to see them consistently make money. We see it like maybe in the top 5% of analysts can consistently make money betting against stocks, but it is an incredibly difficult skill. Since you were inside these hedge funds, what was their reaction? I guess you were there when the whole meme stock craze, craze was going on. What was the hedge fund's reaction to all these retail investors pushing up all these bankrupt stocks? You know, I was there. I wasn't there during the AMC debacle. Uh, we saw hints of it uh, earlier on. I think it, it was probably more dismissive, and that this is this one-time thing, and it's never going to happen again. Um, and I think it's it was more of a short-term um, something that just happened once and is a one-time exception. And they just got caught in these crazy names. But my view is this is actually more of a long-term thing. So the meme stock investing craze is not going away, you're saying? I, I hope it becomes a little bit more sophisticated than, than the, these like meme stock labels, but I think the idea that the retail analysts can outsmart a hedge fund analyst, I think that's here to stay. Very good. Very interesting. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Brooke Belcourt. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of Covey which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing investment managers. You can find out more at his website, covey.io, spelled C-O-V-E-Y. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth in Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. 
You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Brooker Belcourt. He is the founder and CEO of Covey, which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing investment managers. You can find out more at his website, Covey, spelled C-O-V-E-Y dot I-O. Welcome back to the show, Brooker. Great. What does Covey stand for? Where does that come from? That's a good question. So Covey is a term for a flock of birds. And that's what we think about with Covey is is it's this community that anyone can join. So you can join the flock if you want, and you can leave anytime you want. And together, it's it's much stronger. So let's talk about somebody who wants to improve their investment portfolio performance. They log on to Covey as an observer, not as a, an investment analyst. Tell us exactly how they would go about doing this. There's just must be, a, you know, 300 different analysts. They have many different stocks. You can see who's the best performing, but how do you go about actually following somebody to make this work. And, and the, the trades are changing all the time. And this could be your, your full-time occupation. Yes, it's definitely, we, we don't make it that easy for you. But you go to covey.io and you just hit the, uh, the top analyst. So you'll see that in the, the header. And what we've done there is we've sorted the top 10% from September. And we've created a portfolio of those analysts and what they've done in October. And so you can see what they're invested in and you can replicate that in your own portfolio. And you can understand it's a little bit tricky and we kind of do that on purpose to, to make it a little bit hard to follow because we think that creating a product that automatically invests uh, to your needs based on the ideas generated from the analyst pool is worth something. And we think that that's worth a 1% fee to do all that work for you. And so that's why we're launching this product in 2023. So roughly, how many stocks would people have in a portfolio that are following these top men? Are we talking about 10, 100? I mean, there's a lot of trades going on here. How do they decide how many stocks they should put in their portfolio? And when do they sell? They have to watch when the guy sells as well as when they buy. Yeah, you definitely have to constantly be checking out the site. And so it's it requires a little bit of work. It can the stocks of a, an average analyst range from five to the most you really get into the hundred. There are some people with like two hundred holdings, but that's rare. They generally end up being slightly underperforming the market. Um, when you have so many holdings like that, you just become the market. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow, it does require a little bit of work. And so we imagine some people will say, "Hey, I don't want to pay one percent." for this product, I'm going to do it myself. And, and that's totally fine. You can do it yourself and follow it on Covey. It just requires a little bit of work. So you're saying that the best performers tend to have concentrated portfolios with fewer stocks uh, that they believe in more strongly than a widely diversified portfolio. Oh, definitely. The, the best analysts on Covey are, are concentrated into 10 or so names. Uh, you can see that uh, show up pretty easily. And so you're showing not only the names they're in, but you're showing the month-to-date performance to see how they're doing. Is that right? Yeah, you can see tons of metrics on them. So you can see their month-to-date performance, how their positions, like how many positions are profitable this month versus their total positions, 
of the positions that are profitable, how much are they earning relative to the positions that are not profitable? How much are they losing? It's called the slugging rate. Uh, we have a lot of like really cool metrics that you can look in and, and do some research on your own to see, is this person actually worth following? So most of them are doing this based on fundamental analysis or, or a lot of them based on technical analysis because you wouldn't know the technical analysis and what the charts that they're looking at are, are showing. Is it mostly done on earnings and fundamentals of the companies? When I do interview the top analysts on Covey, they tend to be more fundamentally driven analysts. We do have a lot of technicians on here putting in ideas, uh, but I can't say I've seen uh, technical analysts stay at the top. Uh, the ones who stay at the top are more fundamentally driven. And what are some of the fundamental trends that the top analysts are, are picking these days? I mean, you, you talked about the strong dollar. And what's what some of the kinds of companies? Is it energy companies or consumer just generally, what kind of stocks are the, the winning analysts picking these days? In, for the for the year 2022, it's been a lot. It's been long the dollar. It's been long um, commodities. It's been long um, like commodity stocks. So like MOS, um, which is a fertilizer company. And it's been generally negative on cryptocurrencies, growth stocks, and means and meme stocks. That's been the winning trade, obviously, for for twenty twenty two. It's in retrospect, it's easy to say, but I think that's also the positioning I see in the portfolio right now. And how about on the short side? Again, we've had a bear market. The markets are down twenty percent or more. A lot of stocks are down forty and fifty percent. You would have thought that this would be a great environment for short sellers this year. Yeah, you would think that uh, you would you would expect to see a lot of people making money, but again, it's it's really hard to make money on the short side. There's just so many of these like vicious bear market rallies that can squeeze you out of a short and test your conviction, and so it's rare to see analysts consistently make money on the short side. Um, we see that in hedge funds. We see a little bit of it on Covey, and so to find someone who's who's sticking uh, to a short in a very volatile market is is, is very rare. Are most of the stocks they're buying uh, domestic uh, or at least U.S.-based stocks, or are they uh, from all over the world? They're mostly U.S.-based. And what we do is we uh, filter the stocks that are available to the competition. And we have about 6,000 stocks that are available. And they're stocks that have a large market cap, so greater than a billion dollars, and stocks that have... Uh, a large amount of volume traded. So trade more than a million dollars any given day. So that means that if you are going to copy these people, there will be enough liquidity and enough shares for you to buy. Do you also list the stocks that are most favored by the, the best analysts? So that people can kind of, because there must be some stocks that are held in several of the best performing portfolios. Yes, yeah. So you can see on, if you go to covey.io, go to the top analysts, you can see all the the combined portfolio of the top analysts, and then you can see how many active analysts are in that one individual ticker. And so, like volatility, people are, are very long volatility right now, um, and people are very much betting against crypto. That's a very popular trade. So that's uh, that's 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 the positioning right now. So those stocks, the best stocks of the best analysts tend to outperform because you've got a lot of brain power behind them. Is that right? 
Yes, it's that phenomenon of just performance persistence. The great analysts stay great. There's an amazing book called Super Forecasters, which talks about this in political forecasting, um, that the people who are great last year will also be great the next year. And they actually even tend to get better and separate from the pack. And so we have that phenomenon show up on Covey. And uh, and yeah, they're amazing. Their picks are, their picks are <laughs> so good. So I, I can't wait to share this product with more people. So where is this going to be like in 10 years? How big is this going to become if it's reaching your dreams? Reaching my dreams. Um, I, I, I hope it just becomes something that people look back at and say, oh, that's so obvious. Why didn't we just go and find the best analysts and invest in them? And I think right now, if you say that, it doesn't feel that obvious in this moment. Um, Whereas like when you think about, oh, I should just pull up my phone and order a car. That's so obvious to you now. But when, or I should pull up my phone and book a vacation rental at someone's stranger's house. Like that is obvious to us now. But 10 years ago, if, if I had told you that, it wouldn't seem obvious. And when I say to you, let's find the best analysts and invest in them. Um, I hope that 10 years from now, people are like, that's so obvious. Why didn't I think of that? And, and that Covey is the infrastructure to be able to find the best. And we really would love to be that infrastructure. And we may not control the, the front-end products that allow people to get access to this amazing idea base. We're really going to focus on like this protocol layer of building this amazing community to find and reward the best analysts. Well, thanks so much. We've learned a lot. My guest this hour has been Brooker Belcourt. He's the founder and CEO of Covey which is an analyst-owned community built to find the best-performing managers. We've learned a lot about how you can improve the performance of your own portfolio by following the best. You can find out more at his website, Covey, spelled C-O-V-E-Y, dot I-O. Thanks so much for being on The Money Answer Show, Brooker. Thank you for having me. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.